I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 307 DGS. Uh, I saw something on TikTok last night. I thought it was really interesting. I'm sure you guys have seen things like this or this exact thing. It was this woman who is a classical musician. And she's pretty much never listened to anything but classical. And, and she's a professor and she's Juilliard and the whole thing. But she's cool. And she was listening to um, which Van Halen is that? Oh, I saw this one just recently, too. We must be on the same uh, algorithm. Yeah. And she was, it was so fun. Like she was, Mean Streets is the yeah, song. Yeah, at some point, like, and they pause it and she talks and she was like shocked by the intro. Yeah, by the when the drums kick yes. in. Yes. And she was like, oh, that was shocking. She and she jumped out of her chair when it happened. She was like, oh. Yeah. But and she wasn't crapping on it. No, she, no. She no. was like, the chord structure is so interesting. And then that drum comes crashing in. It really scared me. I, I love I love stuff like that. I love those we, reaction videos. We live in such a crap on you, bitchy, moany world, and I I'm right in the middle of it. <laughs> Trust me. I was going to say. On and <laughs> off the air. But it makes me so happy when I see people who are like, this is completely out of my wheelhouse, and I still find it interesting, and I'm going to laud it as opposed to tell you why it's stupid. Yeah. It, it, it motivates me to be a better person. There's so many of those cool ones. Thank that, you, TikTok. Yeah. There's so many of those reaction videos, especially with music that I love because what you're always finding is they're finding someone who doesn't know about this thing and they're going to listen to it for the first time in real time. So some they're vocal coaches that do this. The, the woman you mentioned is a musician, a classically trained musician. There's another vocal coach who's famous and I'm forgetting her handle, but she's hilarious and she'll review all of these things and be the looks on her face when people's voices change. She'll do like system of a down for the first time and you're watching the video with her. Um, I also I also like the younger dudes or or girls, younger people reacting to older songs, yeah, to things from you know older seventies and eighties yeah. compared to them. I just I think that's hilarious. I think it's fun, and they always seem to get the idea, you know, like okay, this is not for me, but there are things in here that are pretty cool. I saw some teenage guys listening to Eminem for the first time. Oh, really? Oh my goodness! And yeah. they and they were just like, holy s, yeah, like oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> There are there I forget there was one recently I watched it was Gen Z Gen Z people watching or listening to I think it might have been Rage Against the Machine for the first time ever they'd never heard of it and some of them were like oh I don't like this and others were like this is awesome like how did this they must have been huge right like they must have been huge I'm going to listen to these guys now
Uh, Stay away to Kevin. All right. So uh, multiple choice. Uh, Serious, uh, quick sports thing, or toilet paper? Uh, Quick sports thing into toilet paper. (laughs) 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 We seem to have been on a toilet paper run (laughs) lately for some reason. It's a holiday Friday, man. All right. Quick sports thing because, look, the Cardinals open the series against the Pirates tonight. We'll talk more about that with Matt Pauley later on. Uh, But playing out the string, three-game series this weekend, not a lot exciting. Last night, something happened in baseball that had never happened before in almost 150 years. Major League Baseball has been around roughly 147 years. No player had ever hit 30 home runs and stole 60 bases in a season until yesterday. Acuna? Ronald Acuna did it. Did it. Um, I looked this up yesterday just to find out. So there have been 20,490 Major League players in the history of the game. And he's the first. I mean... <laughs> You want to talk about the elite of the elite of the elite. And I wanted to do this for a second just to remind Cardinals fans and people that can you can be a baseball fan and enjoy things about the sport even when your team stinks. And you can enjoy the uniqueness of what you're seeing now. I mean, this happened. This is this is inc- and that's not something that's like just fluky. Those are skills that have always been revered, right? I mean, when Vince Coleman and Ozzie Smith and those guys were stealing 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 bags, that was a big deal and it was fun and we know how exciting that is, but nobody had ever combined that with 30 home runs. He very well might go 40-70. He got a whole month left in the season. And we have Shohei Otani in the league at the same time. Yeah. Who is as Making a run as, and I know he got hurt, so he's not going to get the Cy Young, but was making a run at both home run champ and Cy Young at the same time yeah, and doing it for multiple years in a row. And we're seeing freaks. I know one of your favorites is Ellie De La Cruz from yeah. the Reds, a six, five guy that has Olympic speed. He made a throw the other day on a relay from the outfield, a hundred miles it. an hour to home plate. I tweeted about it, and then I got all these idiots that are like, yeah, but it was a bad send or it was up the line. I'm like, that's not the point. Do you have any idea how hard it is to catch a ball on the move, transfer, and then throw it 100 miles an hour in that scenario? I know the answer to to, uh, basketball, football, baseball, all the sports is all of the above. But in general, do you attribute it more to modern training technology, better understanding of the game? Um, Why are today's athletes almost exponentially better? than the ones from 50, 60 years ago. It's the health and training. I mean, those things are tied together, right? I mean, injuries get healed faster, so you don't lose players, you know, so some of these unique talents don't end up having to retire from an elbow injury or whatever. Um, You're you're learning how earlier, we, we know better how the body works. I think that's probably the simplest answer when it comes to sleep and recovery, when it comes to physical training and what you want to build strength in and where you want to maintain flexibility, right? If you go up to a, if you become a football player um, with a bodybuilder's body, you can't play football. It's a different thing. It's a different way that your body has to move and function. We understand functional strength better. Like how do you do these things? And also like how the body's supposed to move. How does the body create force in the most efficient and simple way? So all of that together, just a simple understanding how the body works in every way that you can possibly interpret that is the difference. I mean, I'm only 58, and when I was playing baseball and I was really into lifting weights, they are like, you need to pick because you can't do both. That's only like 30 years ago. Oh, my God. It, the, the revolution started 
when I was in college. When I was in the high school, so we're talking about 80s into the 90s. In the 80s, the belief was still don't lift. It, 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 you, you lose your flexibility. You won't be able to hit. You won't be able to throw. You're going to get hurt all the time. And while that is true sometimes, it's also true that guys that didn't lift it got also got hurt and yeah. did all those things. But in the early 90s, we started to see that evolution in baseball where they were like, no, 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 you can lift and you can get big and strong. That also coincided with the early days of the steroid era. So when you combine those two things, you had I, the home I, run surge. I worry about football, though. I mean, I don't lose any sleep because uh, I don't have a child playing it. But football is not a contact sport. It's a collision sport. Yes. And when you have guys that go upper 200s running 4340s into each other, like it's a matter of time till someone dies. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I watch the NFL. Oh, no, we had it last year. I mean, Demar I mean, Hamlin died on the field. It was a fluke. You know, it was one of those weird things. Cause he got hit in the heart. He got hit in the chest. But I mean, yeah, I think you're. I don't think you're wrong. That's it's that that and that's why they've made the changes they've made, though. Right. I mean, that's why they don't have kickoffs the same way. They change the rules. You can't run the wedge. Kevin, for an what example. a great point. Because I even I find myself sometimes being like, "Oh God, back in my day, that would have been a clean hit, and it would have been exciting, and Gary Finsick would have come across the middle and taken that guy's head off." But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's a frustrating thing for me because in all sports, especially football. And hockey, because there's more physicality in them than there are in others. But it also exists in baseball, too. Um, and even to a degree, it exists in basketball. This feeling like, you know, they'll, and I, I'm using this as the phrase they use, not as my phrase. But you'll get guys like, why don't you put a skirt on them? You know, like, why why are they so weak? Why do you have to protect them? Like That's like asking, why do you wear a seatbelt in your car? 40 years ago, people didn't wear seatbelts. And then we learned, ah, you know what? You're going to get, you're going to survive crashes. You're going to have fewer injuries, even in minor crashes. This is a great idea. Let's use seatbelts. It didn't make you soft. It makes you smart. And if you can look at a sport and say, why in the world would we subject people to lifelong damage when we could do things to make that less prevalent? Mm -hmm. Why in the world is that considered soft? We, But I do think there's the bigger topic there where sometimes smart is considered soft Yes. As opposed to just be tough. Yes. Which, all right, toughness doesn't protect your brain. Your brain's going to shake. So how do we keep it from shaking as often? That's what you're trying to do. Toilet paper, you want to do it in the next segment. We can save. 322 DGS, happy Friday. Monday, instead of the DGS, you're going to be treated to uh, Game 6 and Game 7 of the 2011 World Series. So that should be a bunch of fun. Uh, let's do some audio. Who's got what? All right, you have a bunch, Dave. Yeah, I never know what it is. What, what, what's it say? <laughs> Looks like you have something from Bill O'Reilly. Okay, nah. Okay, Biden. The, uh, the what's fire, that? The fire, uh, he's like comparing. Oh, yeah, that's old. Fire. Uh, Tucker Carlson and Obama. That one's interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Want to intro it or just play it? Uh, I think it speaks for itself. Okay. You know, in 2008, it became really clear that Barack Obama had been having sex with men. And smoking crack. And a guy came forward, Larry Sinclair, and said, I'll sign an affidavit. And he did. I'll take a lie detector. And he did. I smoked crack with Barack Obama and had sex with him. Well, that was obviously true. <laughs> Nobody reported it, not because they were squeamish about sex or drugs, but because the Obama campaign said anyone who reports on this gets no access to the Obama campaign. And so they didn't report on it. So that happens. That's just one small example, but that happens all the time with lots of different issues. 
I have a couple of questions. Sure. Was Barack Obama smoking crack and having sex with men during his campaign for president? Is that what they're trying to say? No, I think it was before. Okay. But yeah, the reason I, I replayed that crack. is just like Tucker's yeah. making interesting decisions lately. He's feels like he's losing it. Tripling down. Yeah, feels well, like he's losing it. it. Well, it's anything to grab attention because he doesn't have the primetime spot on Fox anymore. He just has this little rinky-dink program on Twitter that nobody cares about, so you gotta make statements like Obama smokes crack in order to get that little pop of attention that he so craves. You see now he's pushing the whole I'm gonna be assassinated thing because supposedly some Russian somewhere said, oh, Tucker Carlson's a dead man walking, which I don't know why he would be because he's super supportive of Russia. But anyway, yeah. Um, I actually have another Tucker clip here. He talked to Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports, another person that just kind of says things specifically to get attention for his media company. Uh, But this is what Dave Portnoy said, and Tucker Carlson agreed with him 100%. To be honest, I think both Trump and Biden are too old. I I think there should, I don't think you should be. able to be that old and be president. Uh, but I think Trump certainly 100%. more. Just kind of interesting because, mm. like, he has such a frenemies relationship with Trump, it seems like. Uh, sending texts saying, I hate him, I can't stand him, but then publicly supporting him, having him on the show. He even said, like, I don't want any beef with Fox. I just did that interview with Trump because Trump asked to do it. I wasn't trying to compete with them. But then as soon as someone says, I think he's too old, he goes, I agree 100%. It's just interesting to me. Did, did, did he mention that to Trump when they were I don't think so. hanging out? I think he conveniently left that out. Huh. But you know what? People don't seem to care. So, hmm. I don't know. That just feel like I feel like that's something you would mention if it was something that you agreed with so strongly. Like, hey, why don't I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to say this the right way because I'm about to swear like eight different times. If you have any guts at all, if you have any integrity at all and you believe that and you had an hour with that guy, it has to come up. It has to come up. You can't say it after the fact without looking like a complete and total coward. Well. Any non-Tucker audio? Um, no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now we're moving on into wheels territory. So you have the hmm. jury duty Let's do thing. jury duty because it's funny. So this is, I, this guy's just a creator on TikTok, and he makes a point that is funny about jury duty. So I got jury duty. I'm not going. That sounds stupid. So you're telling me, There's a guy who did a crime and you need me to show up so you can convince me whether or not he did it. I didn't go to law school. Who gives a what I think? Like a jury of my peers. My peers are dumb as dude. I'm just confused because like, why isn't it a job? Like, why is jury duty a thing? Why don't you just hire jury people full time and have them clock it and make them go to law school for it? Why can't you just get, like, an associate's degree in jury deutering? Like, why, why do we have to grab randos off the street? NPCs. Why do I have to convince a lifetime fitness front desk employee, uh, an Arby's shift lead, and a librarian that I'm not guilty for murder? <laughs> That's pretty really I mean, I don't want to really agree with the whole theme. Right. But he does have a point. <laughs> he does have a point. Like a lot of people's lives are decided by people who really don't know anything about the system. I was on a jury. I don't know anything about sex trafficking, the laws, all. But I was on the jury. 
It's pretty funny. It was hilarious. It's it is meant to be funny, too. Don't take it and seriously. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. Go to get an associate's degree in the law and just be a juror. That <laughs> sounds fun. You'd seen the same yeah. kinds of cases. You'd be sort of an expert. <laughs> the best part about this, though, is that, like, you know, people on TikTok do reaction videos. And seeing the reactions to that video are yeah. hilarious. Like, mm. people are like, they're laughing along. There's one of a police officer, and he's like, like making weird faces as it goes along, and then he starts laughing at the end. Everybody laughs at jury deutering. That's funny. Or deuterying, or whatever he said. 334 DGS and KMOX. Happy holiday Friday. So we're going to do a, a Dave Murray look here. He can't be with us live, but I just want to get this out before I forget it. Uh, Wheels played that jury duty thing, and the comedian's whole thing was basically like, why do you just let randos? Why isn't it you know, professional jurors? And Rach just said, like, what if it was really a jury of your peers? <laughs> People who knew you, like, I know that guy's full of crap. Oh, no. What a great mm-hmm. question. Like, would you rather have strangers or would you rather have people who know you? I might go straight. I was going to say, it depends on the level of kinds of relationships you have, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Nick and Phoebe Glover on my journey. <laughs> They're guilty. What about, they what about be, mom? They would be, mom? I could probably fool mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's got your back anyway, right? <laughs> Phoebe Glover just be like, look, I've heard enough. <laughs> I know this guy. <laughs> Opening statements. Guilty. <laughs> guilty. Let's go to lunch. Uh, let's hear Dave. Well, the long holiday weekend, kind of official end of summer, though we know summer weather does not end this weekend in St. Louis. It continues into September, but we have a pretty good weekend coming up across the St. Louis area, though each day is now going to get a little bit warmer. And as we get towards the tail end of the holiday weekend, the humidity starts to come up, but there's no rain, no thunderstorms in sight as far as Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. The details for tonight Excellent weather for any evening plans out of the 80s into the upper 70s, 58 for the low. The holiday weekend, Saturday, partly sunny, nice morning, really a nice afternoon. We'll edge it up to 88, all is quiet Saturday night. Sunday, partly sunny, increasing humidity, 92 on Sunday, quiet time Sunday night. Monday, Labor Day, partly sunny, let's call it hot and humid on Monday, feeling more like summer, 94 degrees. Again, there's no rain in sight for the holiday weekend. I think we have to kind of look at Tuesday, Tuesday night into Wednesday for some showers and thunderstorms as the northwest flow starts to come back once again. Have a great, safe holiday weekend, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Headlines, Rach? Yes, let me grab those. Forgot about that. Headlines is brought to you by Schnucks. Download the Schnucks Rewards app and earn 2% back on every purchase. So a couple days ago, I talked about Barbie Botox on the show, and I jokingly said I should get it to help with my posture. That's whenever a doctor will take Botox and inject it uh, into your neck and shoulder muscles to create a slimmer neck and relax your muscles. But doctors are warning young women to use caution before signing up for Barbie Botox. Uh, It's actually off-label. It's considered off-label by the USDA which only approves Botox Botox treatments involving the face. So just be careful and don't trust a doctor who is willing to do this for you. I guess I don't, I just don't even get it. Like it it does what to? So it relaxes. So you, 
Okay, so women are getting this because they're watching the Barbie movie and they're looking at actual Barbie dolls. It's very stupid. And they're comparing themselves to the Barbie doll, which, as I've said on the show before, is kind of a silly thing to do because the doll is a piece of plastic and you are a real human adult woman. So you're obviously never going to look exactly like that. But they are wanting to uh, decrease the appearance of their traps in their shoulders, like this muscle right here. And so they're getting Botox injected in there to relax those muscles and uh, minimize the appearance of those muscles. Man, I'm not a doctor, but my medical advice would be don't do any procedure named after Barbie. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's probably a good rule of thumb. Or Ken. I don't know (laughs) if there is one, but (laughs) like no procedures named after toys. I would get the Ken Botox. I would try. It. What would Ken that talks. even be? The Ken talks <laughs> <laughs> to go with your Kenergy. I feel like the only thirty-two-year-old woman on the planet who has not seen Barbie, and I'm okay with that. Actually, hmm. the musical numbers, while everyone else seems to love those, I didn't know that the movie had a musical number mm-hmm. in it. And every clip I see of it, I'm just like, no, I don't want to watch. I that. have nothing against Barbie. I just can't imagine a scenario where I watch the movie. I'm kind of the same. Well, it's not for you guys, so it makes yeah. sense. I mean, uh, I don't think that's your place to tell me what's for me and what's not. <laughs> I guess. Did she just like? <laughs> Thank you. I yeah. assumed. Right. Her identity. I'm sorry. Right. She told me what movie was for me and what wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be so canceled now. So this is now. what it feels like. She just girl explained you. She's like, Here. she did. <laughs> Here, take this, John Wick, yeah. honey. This is for you. Sorry, I'm persecuting that's you. That's not for you. You go watch. You just. Just go watch Die Hard in the corner. <laughs> I mean, if you said that to me in that way, you're right. <laughs> if, okay, we'll put it this way. If you guys were all there dressed in pink on Barbie's opening night, I would be like, what is going on with you guys? Uh, once again? <laughs> it's more about Jeez. being out of character. Mm. All right. The Fed uh, says inflation is still too high. Uh, Yeah, we know. The Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland President Loretta Mester said inflation hasn't yet reached the Fed's goal of 2% and will have to decide the best way to keep inflation moving down in a sustainable and timely way. Hopefully that doesn't mean to continue to raise the interest rates. I know. That's what it seems like. No, we need to do. We need to to raise unemployment. I'm joking. (laughs) Joking. Because everybody's... Because I've heard an analyst say, well, you know, unemployment's so low. There's money out there. And like, everything's bad. Yeah. No matter whether it's good or bad. Like, I thought like it was good that people had jobs. They just did the money. whole, that was trending a minute ago, like the August jobs report apparently was phenomenal. Like 3.8% unemployment or something ridiculously low like that. Apparently those things are bad. A new poll, For inflation. A new poll is looking at uh, Americans' thoughts on education. Apparently, our overall satisfaction levels with K-12 through education in the United States is at a record low uh, over the last 24 years, which the, does not surprise me. There's a lot of things working against education and educators lately. The pandemic is a huge one, keeping kids out of classrooms, and now they're behind. And then just the overall sentiment that seems to be springing up the past couple of years that teachers are indoctrinating children and pushing ideas on them. Uh, That's not going to be helpful when it comes to a positive view of our education system. This will make a lot of people mad. But in the first hour, I talked about that story where the lady threw, uh, was playing fetch with her dog uh, with a stick and the dog swallowed the stick and got hurt. Mm -hmm. And you should never do that again. And my point was, that's kind of a one in a million. 
maybe I'm wrong about this. I've brought enough intellectual shoulders to say maybe I'm wrong. But with so many of these political issues and the indoctrination and all this, I feel like a lot of that is like the dog and the stick thing. Do I think that there are teachers out there that I would think have crossed a line if I were sitting in the class with them? Yes, absolutely. Both ways. Hey, don't push your conservative bullcrap on these kids. Hey, don't push your liberal bullcrap on these kids. Just teach them. But do I think that it's happening, like, in mass? No. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't feel that way. I actually got into an argument with a friend about this recently over these very same stories, and I looked it up. So in public schools in this country, we have 3.2 million teachers. How many of these cases have we actually heard about? Well, the problem is— A few dozen, a couple hundred—let's let's say a thousand— a thousand is point zero 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 three percent of all the teachers in the United States, and that's just the public schools. And private schools are going to be a lot different about what standards are allowed. Like, I mean, a lot, a lot of private schools are religious, for example, and they're not going to want any of those types of topics coming up in a religious school. I grew up in religious schools, and you didn't hear any of those types of things. So, I think you're right, Dave. I think we we lose the concept of proportion. We see it, bam. We see it on TikTok or Twitter or whatever, and the seeing it makes us mad. And we assume it's happening everywhere. And it ha- to me, a lot of it was it's the same thing with like the police brutality cases, right? How many how many police officers are out there, and how many cases do you hear about? Yeah, it happens. It's terrible, and it should be stopped where it's happening, like pickleball. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the majority. It's not a systematic thing. Did you guys see that Trump's Georgia trial will be streamed on YouTube? Oh boy. You thought OJ was something. This is going to this is going to shut down the country. And I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm just saying yeah. that if this thing goes and there is a trial and he is there, it, it is going to shut down commerce. That court's YouTube channel is going to pop oh, off. Yeah. Lord. They're going to make some Better money. If they can the monetize servers. that, good for them. But we, we, we all debated this, right, whether this was a good idea. So now we'll get to see the experiment because you'll have the federal cases where you're not going to have that. And the Georgia case, well, you will. We can have a nice mm-hmm. little uh, observable experiment as to whether or not it changes the dynamic of how that case plays out in court. Yeah. Bill Cosby is being sued by a former NBC intern. Her name is Jennifer Watling. She claims that Cosby drugged, groped, and may have sexually assaulted her while she was unconscious after a cast party for The Cosby Show. It just, the allegations just seem to never stop with this guy. And one more story here. We've talked about this on the show in the past, but it's back in the news. Sriracha prices are soaring. A 28-ounce bottle on eBay currently sells for a minimum of $20. And there's one listing for a 136-ounce tub for over $200. That's $1.50 per ounce for I Sriracha. I bought it the other day. I, I bought one for Rage 2. Mm-hmm. Like, Was it the Sriracha brand, though? I think that's the one that's super expensive. No, I mean, I made it myself, but... Oh. <laughs> Little of this, little of that. I don't like sriracha. It's just ketchup and hot sauce. <laughs> Dave's <laughs> sriracha <laughs> special. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, for real, what am I missing? Like, people only want that one brand? I think that's the one that people typically buy is the red bottle with the green cap. Yeah. Uh, but it's so expensive right now because the peppers are super expensive. So, hmm. thousand. Live and local, this is St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX.
351 DGS. We've seen stories like this before, but uh, someone is suing the Burger King, saying that the Whopper is too small. And uh, I guess it's happening all over the place now because people have been successful doing this. And we usually make fun of them. Should we, are they modern day heroes? Like, or should we be happy that people are policing the fast food people of the world and don't shrinkflation us? No. I don't know. I, I got a Big Mac the other day. I know it's not a Whopper, but I got a Big Mac the other day, and the patties were like the size of a silver dollar or something. They were really small. The Big Mac's under a lot of scrutiny for that. Really? Yes. <clears throat> I mean, they are teensy tiny. Let me tell you what. You should have to what tell people, though, right? Big Macs over there? You live in your life. <laughs> Look, I was hungry. <laughs> I guess yeah. you have a life outside of here. <laughs> I might get one tonight. She did make it sound pretty good. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna. It's testing for the show. I'm gonna do some research. There you go. Let's let Andrew write that weigh off. in because I know he has a take. Well, no, I was just gonna say. Well, first of all, the Whopper is a crazy one to do this with because the Whopper is enormous. The Whopper is a huge sandwich. It's a Whopper. The Whopper, and it's really good. Uh, <laughs> he's just a Whopper <laughs> fan, so he's like, he's like hold I on just, a minute. Don't I just wanted to say them. Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I went to uh, I went to Buffalo Wild Wings of all places, and I got a chicken sandwich, which was my fault. I should have gotten the wings because the wings obviously are fantastic there. But I got the chicken sandwich, and this thing, it didn't help that they served it to me on an enormous platter of just itself. <laughs> this is like the tiniest chicken sandwich I'd ever seen. I couldn't believe it. How much was it? Uh, not cheap. It was like no. 11, 12 bucks. Mm. I don't want to slander anybody, but. Yeah, I mean, no you slander. Like you get hit pretty hard on the on the cost for not much return there. And, yeah, and, and to Kevin's point, no slander. I love Buffalo Wild Wings. They have fantastic wings there. Chicken <laughs> sandwich was lacking. It was lacking, but the Whopper is not. Am I the only one who just go to Wingstop? It sounds like Andrew is like legally obligated to say that their wings are fantastic. <laughs> he's like, and he's disclaimer: like, he's got fantastic wings. He's got an endorsement deal <laughs> on the side. Like, ah, I, gotta, I just feel My like phone is ringing off the hook right now. <laughs> that whole thing he just did could have been what Mitch McConnell said next after he stopped freezing. <laughs> <laughs> he leans on the podium. Let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> the they they definitely should tell you that though. They should tell you that it's changing. I mean, I guess you could look at the calorie thing and it would be less, right? Than it used to. But who, mm. but who's like, well, you know what? A month ago it was eleven hundred calories and now it's one thousand fifty. Well, and they might actually be compensating with like the amount of Big Mac sauce or something. Oh, you know? yeah, that's I a don't good know. point. All I know is I got the Big Mac and the patties were. Mm significantly smaller than a hamburger Well, you're probably safer, right, is like the quarter pounder. Like you can't, you're you're literally advertising the weight. Two questions. Yes, Steve. First, is the secret menu at McDonald's real? And secondly, are you a douche if you ask for it? I believe, Uh, I honestly believe the answer is no and yes. Like even if it does exist, I just can't bring myself to ever, like one of the items is a name that I wouldn't even say on the radio. Yeah. I'm not going to my local McDonald's drive-thru and going like, like give can, me the... Can I say... Hello, 16-year-old worker. Yeah, can, can I say, word. I would like a quarter pounder, but with Big Mac sauce. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can do that. You can oh, do that yeah, 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 yeah. Just don't call it like uh, McStinky. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Just... Yum, the McStinky. What am I, over here trying to join a gang or something? uh, I'm just... Guys. I wish we could tell our McNutt story on the air. (laughs) (laughs) I was pretty proud of that one. That was good, Dave. It's peanut butter. uh, (laughs) There's a website called secretmenus.com, and it's got the McDonald's secret menu items updated for this month, for September of 2023. The Big McChicken, which I'm guessing is just two McChickens. It's just a chicken sandwich. Big Mac sauce fries. 
Mm-hmm. You can get the Monster Mac. I don't know what that is. They did the Monster uh, Mac. Let's see. The Land, Sea, and Air Burger. Oh, that one. Yeah. There's a, <laughs> there's a McLeprechaun shake. That one hurt Andrew in some way in the past. <laughs> oh, him. Uh, the Mc1035. What is that? <laughs> I don't know, but we got to whenever go to we break. whenever we have <laughs> to go to break. Like I have to be out at fifty five fifty, and when I have to go to break is when wheels just go. Just turn my mic off. Just go. <laughs> just cut me off. Super colossal Big Mac. I can't tell you for the life of me what that would be. Tiny tiny chicken feet. Who the hell knows what that is? <laughs> Rachel's doing the wrap up thing. I, I don't, don't see it. I'm literally holding my live copy in the it. air. Like my bacon, eyes. bacon, bacon. <laughs> Who can figure this out? I just get tonal vision. I can't see anything, oh but there's nobody here but me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.